Live on the Saints Sports Network, it's the PIAA District 3 Basketball Playoffs featuring your Berks Catholic Saints. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Ryan Lina Weaver and Nate Govan. Can I just say, Jerry, A, I'm disappointed that we didn't have a special intro tonight. I think you just laid a trap for yourself. <laughs> and B, uh, right now there's just one of us. It's just me. <laughs> Nate will uh, hopefully eventually get here. He will uh, jump on the broadcast when he can, but otherwise, the clock is ticking down. They're about to announce starting lineups here. In a quarterfinal matchup here in District 3 Basketball Championships in Class 4A between the visiting Kennerdale Rams and your Burks Catholic Saints. Kennerdale coming in, uh, qualifying as the eighth seed. They had a play on Monday against Elko, who snuck in as the nine seed out of ten. And uh, sad to say that my Elko Raiders did not advance. It would have been a rematch of last year. It is really a new look Elko team, by the way. They're missing Corey Ativo, who was six foot eight. Uh, they don't have anybody nearly that size. Uh, so for Elko, sad to say, Raiders did not make it out of the first round. We're sorry, Ryan. We're truly sorry for you. I'll uh, pour one out for him later. <laughs> but uh, Kennerdale comes in today. They're wearing their road yellow jerseys, and it looks like dark blue. Uh, with white outlines and looks like gold trim on yellow jerseys, which is a sight to see. But the Saints will be wearing their home white jerseys, gold numbers, black trim. And if you've been following along all season, it's going to be your regular starting five with Jackson Gettio, J.J. Jordan, Ryan Cook, Jack Miller, and Josh McCoy in the thick of things. Meanwhile, for Kennerdale, they will start Levi Sharnetska, Garrett McCleary, Brock Morris, Dom Smith, and Zach Orwig as their starting five. As we start winding down towards the invocation here, so we will take a quick break for this and the national anthem, and when we return, we'll have boys basketball action here on the Saints Sports Network.
Eight minutes up on the board. J.J. Jordan going without the cornrows tonight. He's got the uh, the full head of hair on display. Yeah, I saw Jay as he came out of the locker room. I pointed at him. Did he point at your hair? No. Did he do the thing like, hey, look, we got the same haircut? We got the same haircut, Jay. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> Kid's got a good head of hair. <laughs> Kennerdale, once again, getting here by virtue of beating the nine seed Elko in the first round on Monday. A final score of 57-50. to 50. They trailed by two in the final stanza and ended up running Elko out of the building to finish off. This is not an easy game for Burks Catholic. Kennerdale playing some of their best basketball. They have one loss of note here in February, and it's against Eastern York, and that was their final game. They had plenty of time uh, to gear up for Elko as McCoy... Will jump, loses the jump to McCleary. I believe that he has a few inches on. So Kennerdale will start here. Those are royal blue numbers, by the way. They just look darker from a distance. <laughs> but Kennerdale knocked off the number one seed in the 5A bracket, Mannheim Central. They beat them 68-66 back on February the 1st. So despite their... 13 and 10 record coming in. No slouches, especially towards the latter part of the season. Right now, just content to hold the ball above the three-point arc. Finally driving in. Little turnaround jumper just outside the paint is good by Sharnetska. And it's 2-0 Kennerdale. Took almost a full minute off the board on that opening possession as Jordan drives in, gets to the cup, nice. and gets two. Jordan wasting no time while Kennerdale was slow and meandering on their opening possession. Uh, Burks Catholic ticked about five seconds off the clock. Driving in a Sharnetska, floater up in the lane. That one hard off the backboard, rebound by Gedio. J.J. Jordan will slowly take his time across midcourt. And he'll try to drive in a Sharnetska. Drives, kicks out to Gedio. Gedio thinks better of it. To Josh McCoy. McCoy. We'll take it into the right corner. Gedio a little head fake. Now down to McCoy in the low post. Nice cut by Gedio. Lays it off the backboard, no good. Gedio's putback is off the mark. Sharnetska grabs the board, and back come the Rams. Jordan guarding Sharnetska. Meanwhile, McCleary will have Gedio draped on him. And an awful lot of beyond the arc here. Now finally driving, kicking. Nice closeout by McCoy. Taking care of Dom Smith before he could even think about heaving one from distance. Now cutting through the lane. Grabbing it is Orwig. Now Orwig driver, driving floater is no good. Cuck, three on two opportunity and Gedio has it swatted away from him. It will stay with the Saints. Two and a half minutes gone by, 2-2. Two, two. Both teams scoring on their opening possessions. Ryan Cuck, unconscious Whoa. from the right corner, hits the triple. And that bodes well for Burks Catholic, seeing him be aggressive and be aggressive early. J.J. Jordan called for the hand check. 
That'll be his first personal, the first foul of the game for either side. He applauded himself for that. He's enthusiastic tonight, Ryan. He knew it. He knew what he did. Enterdale throwing it into the low post. Well guarded by McCoy. And it will stay with the Saints as it goes out of bounds. As McCleary was unable to finish. Kingston McCoy will check in. He'll take the place of Gedio. Cuck will take it underneath. Inbounds to Jordan. Off and running here for another Burks Catholic possession. Josh McCoy thinking three. Gives it over to Kingston, who gives it right back. Left corner three by McCoy is short. Rebound by Smith. Back comes Sharnetska. Crosses up Jordan, gets into the paint. Triple team down there, tries to draw contact, nothing called. McCoy comes down with the board, then tries to poke it away from behind. So McCoy drives, kicks into Cuck, who's stripped on the way in. Ball still on the floor. Turnaround by McCoy is good as Josh McCoy gets on the stat sheet. Ball just rolling around the paint there. He just picks it up and dumps it in. Sharnetska picks up his dribble after getting around Jordan. Now finally driving, kicking. Seems to be the uh, Kennerdale M.O. here in their early going. They'll get a guy flashing across the paint around the foul line. Charnetska trying to drive in. Nowhere to go with it. Finally drops it off to McCleary, who's off the mark. 7-2 Burks Catholic. J.J. Jordan driving in, and we're going to have a defensive foul called on Charnetska as Jordan plowed him over. Just under four to play. Dylan Logue will check in for the Rams, his first minutes of the evening. Burks Catholic has had some time to think after last week's loss to Exeter. Cuck loses it, turnaround jumper in the lane is no good. Try putting up a little right-handed hook. Eighth. Three upcoming, that one off back iron, no good by Logue. Tips off the top and will be a dead ball rebound in favor of the Saints. Three thirty-four left here in the first quarter. Burks Catholic on top by five. Looking to make it a three possession game. Finds Kingston McCoy, left corner three. That one too strong, Sharnetska the board. Sharnetska trying to go down low. Read well by McCoy. Kick starts the transition up ahead to Jordan who lays it in. J.J. Jordan with his second bucket for four. It's 9-2 Burks Catholic. Timeout taken by Kennerdale. Since we didn't really get a chance to go to break in the uh, opening bits. Hit it. Uh, maybe the next one. We're a little too far gone. Okay. But I will, uh, I'll get you breaks during 30-second timeouts. Quickly. Who's the man? This is the thing that I can do when I'm calling by myself because there's nobody uh, that I need to hold on to for color. So I'll just turn it right over to you immediately so we can get in a 30-second break. 
but a seven-point lead for Berks Catholic. J.J. Jordan with four points to lead the way here in the early goings. A three by Cuck and Josh McCoy, a little turnaround floater in the lane. Saints will come out in some full-court pressure as Sharnetska has Kingston McCoy draped on him. Almost reminiscent of the Harlem Globetrotters is driving in and swatted away by Cuck. Another swat this time by Josh McCoy as McCleary and Logue both rejected. Driving in is McCoy at the other end. Unlucky that one didn't drop. Berks Catholic playing return to sender down here on this end. <laughs> Driving into Sharnetska, and they're going to get Kingston McCoy for not allowing him to land. As he falls on top of McCoy, falls right to the floor. Regardless, you have to allow him to land. You have to give him space. So if you close out a little too aggressively like Kingston did, Sharnetska. Had he not gotten the foul, uh, I'm sure his coaching staff would have had some question marks as to uh, why he's chucking it up like that, because it was a chuck, but uh, drew the foul anyway. Hits the first of two at the line, and hits the third, or hits the second, should say. All four points to Sharnetska. It's 9-4, Burks Catholic, 2.20 left to play here in the first. Right, it's quiet in here, it? Isn't is it is quiet in here. It's not nearly as large of a crowd, and it's actually a pretty nice Kennerdale grouping there as McCoy is unable to finish. McCoy somehow gets I it back, walked. and we're going to have an offensive foul called on Josh McCoy. That ball was kicking around, and he's going to be called for the personal. So now both McCoys with personal fouls. Same with J.J. Jordan. Still a five-pointed advantage for the Saints with 2.07 left to play. To your previous quarter. mention, though, Ryan, Kennerdale has traveled well, man. They most certainly have. There's a lot of bright blue sweatshirts over there. There are. Must have gotten really confusing. Kennerdale and Elko, both with these same color schemes. <laughs> with the blue and gold. Kennerdale, nice cross-up. Instead of driving in, they'll kick it to the corner as Brock Morris... Little dipsy do there. Sharnetska looking for a call again on a turnaround jumper. No good, but Brock Morris turning garbage into gold. Quote Mark Zumoff. Pulls Kennerdale to within three. They're now coming out in a 2-3 zone here. Almost might be like a boxing. As Jack Miller tosses up a three, and it's good. That's all fine and dandy when you come out in a 3-2 zone, but you got to move your feet, and that time Burks Catholic passing around, finding Miller for an open jumper. And it's now 12-6. Berks Catholic doubling up the Rams. Charnetska once again working on Kingston McCoy, gets into the paint, drives in on Cuck, no good. But a follow is good by Pierzanowski. They have some last names. Some nice uh, Polish heritage <laughs> on this Kennerdale team. A three by Jack Miller. Back-to-back -back trips for him from the land of plenty. It's 15-8. Kennerdale doing their best here to close this gap, and Jack Miller just responding in kind. 
15 to eight. Berks Catholic on top. Kennerdale would not be shocked if they hold for one possession here. Try to get in double figures. Close the gap to four or five. And Sharnetska staring down McCoy. He'll throw it out to Logue. Now he gets it back right around midcourt. Drives in. Nobody home. Puts up a floater. That one too strong. Putback attempt by Pierzanowski is no good. They'll chuck it the entire way down the court. Slams off the backboard and the buzzer sounds. Berks Catholic on top by seven after eight minutes of play. 15 to eight, your score. More to come here in the first half when we return on the Saint Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, as well as non-traditional fare, such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back in action here in Jack Miller. Another jumper downed. And extends the lead back to nine. Jack Miller now with eight points. Senior leading the way for both sides. Interdale cutting across the lane, finally throwing somebody down on the low block. It's Dylan Logue. He's not very big. But uh, he was trying to post up down on the low block. Driving in, another floater, count it, and one. As Zach Orwig in amongst the trees will go and try to finish off a three-point play at the stripe. Count it. Kevin Lawler will check into the game. Sharnetska will also re-enter. I was going to say, Kennerdale, they have it listed as Gabriel Ragland. They actually have him as Dylan Logue here. Three missed by Jack Miller. And a little heat check three there by Miller. Sharnetska, the 5'9 sophomore guard, will continue to bring the ball up the court here. And he's really taking charge. He'll be a sight to see here in District 3. Continuing on, he's really showed no fear in the early going. As a sophomore, puts the spin cycle on J.J. Jordan this time. Timeout. 
Yeah, timeout by Snip before he uh, has an aneurysm on the on the sideline here. So let's take a timeout. Let's go. And be right back. 17-13, Burks Catholic on top. 6.31 left to play when we return on the Saint Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, as well as non-traditional fare, such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Back here in action, J.J. Jordan fouled going to the cup. He will shoot two at the stripe. The foul is on Charnetska. That will be his second. Jordan to the stripe for the first time here. Actually, the first time for Burke's Catholic at all tonight. First one is no good. A very young Kennerdale squad, by the way. The more that I take a peek at their roster, as Jordan hits one or two. Five now for Jordan in this one. Extends the lead back to five. Yeah, a very young roster. Sharnetska, their starting point guard, is a sophomore. That one no good by Orwig. Little heat check for him. But Orwig is a junior. As he had gotten the start here this evening. Garrett McCleary is a junior. Dylan Logue, who I've aforementioned, he's out on the court now. He's a freshman. So a lot of youth here for the Rams. And head coach Andrew Stifler. Driving in, that one stolen away by Ryan Cuck, and they're going to call him for a travel. He got up with the basketball, and they're going to say that, Snip's trying to say that he was pushed, but Cuck was down on the floor with the basketball and got up with it, and that's a no-no. Kennerdale still hanging around as McCoy Whoa. meets McCleary. Swats it away. Back comes Burks Catholic. Down at the other end, J.J. Jordan trying to draw contact. Does so. Doesn't get the call, but gets the bucket anyway. Seven now for J.J. Going to Wilkes University. Playing football up there with the Colonels. That one turned over. Steal by Jordan. Driving in transition. Foul and one. He's undecided whether he should play basketball or not. I think he should. He's kind of good at it. Gets I hear the bucket. He, I hear he is also amazing in the track and field area. Could be a three-sport athlete for the Colonels. Three-sport threat. You like that? There you go. Came up with that all in my There own. you go. It almost had that alliteration. You need to <laughs> fix that middle word, get the triple T going. 
JJ at the stripe, misses that one short. One of three at the stripe, but Burks Catholic able to come down with it. Gedio checks back in. Cuck, big pump fake out to Gedio. Gedio has time and space to think about it. Instead, coughs it up. Cuck down in the lane, gets two. This is a Ryan Cuck that we haven't seen quite often here as of late, but you love watching him be aggressive. And that time, taking advantage on the low block, he has the size, just turns around and throws it in. 24-13 as Berks Catholic extending their lead to its largest here at 11. Kennerdale was knocking on the door. They were as close as five or six. Gedio once again with the swat. It's a block party here tonight for the Saints. That's at least number five or six. They had two on one possession not that long ago. It's a block party. It's a block party. Pull all sorts of stuff out of my bag of tricks to talk about. Tell you what. <laughs> a three put up from dead ahead by Orwig, no good. Gedio the board. Kennerdale gets back in transition. Cuck once again, a big jab step, puts up a three and drills it. The lead has ballooned to 14 just like that with 4.08 left to play here in the first. 27-13 here in the first half. We'll stay here during the 30-second timeout as Kennerdale watching this one slip away. Referee coming over to the uh, Berks Catholic bench telling him, uh, no, it's a 30-second, you got to stand. I don't know what the difference is. Let him sit. <laughs> Kid's tired. Leave him alone, ref. These kids shouldn't be tired. They're all under 18. Yeah, but still. They don't know what tired is until they have two kids. <laughs> That's fun. That's a good one. <laughs> Jerry's just tired because he's old. I'm tired because I have two kids. <laughs> Twice as many kids as you. This is true. You've paid your, your dues. That I know Back of. in the day. Kennerdale. We're going to back in. They will put Sharnetska back in with his two personals. He'll take an NBA range three. And wow. Well, you would have sworn that somebody tipped it, but they didn't because it fell about three feet short of the basket. J.J. Jordan spinning in, getting two more. His third bucket here of the second quarter, fifth of the game. He has 11 to lead all scorers. Kennerdale now down by 16 as Burks Catholic running away with it. They've clamped down here on defense. Parker nine, fresh into the game, a three launched nice. and finally able to stop the bleeding nice. is Dominic Smith. Just the sixth point and they're going to wave it off and say that Ryan Cuck traveled with it. And <laughs> saying that he took two steps, I thought he went right up with that. Me too. I don't think he shuffled his feet at all. Snip can't believe it either. It's a shame because it's a beautiful shot. Made it. Uh, of course he did. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see any feet shuffling. No, me either. I don't know. I thought that he went right up with it. Charnetska picks up his, his dribble. Needs to find McCleary. Down 
to the corner. Dom Smith. Little dribble handoff. Charnatska driving in on Gedio, gets around him. And we're going to have a push called on Burks Catholic. It will be on the floor. Fifth personal for the Saints. So they have one more to give. So Josh McCoy will get ready to re-enter. We'll come back in for Gedio. Just three seniors on this Kennerdale team. And we talk about how young they are as McCleary gets his first bucket. You're up 11, but you never know it listening to Snip. Again, That's another one with intensity. Three launch by Cuck. This time he doesn't apparently shuffle his feet. His second three of the game. He has eight. 32 18. Another three launched by Kennerdale. That one off front iron. McCoy unable to wrangle it in. It's tipped back out. Rams will restart the offense. Out to Dom Smith here in the right corner. A lot of dribble isolation here as they'll drive in and get two more. Zach Orwig now has five. Kennerdale trimming the Burks Catholic lead to a dozen. Jack Miller left wide open for three. That one too strong. Now looking to close it maybe to single digits. A little fancy pass there. Right. Charnetska this time puts a little bit more juice behind it. Drains the triple. He now has seven. And yeah, they closed it to nine. Speaking of nine, there's Parker in the corner. We're going to have a foul here on the floor. The fourth foul here for the Rams. Two of them on Charnetska. This one, I believe, on McCleary. Yep. Did you say Charnetska is a sophomore? Charnetska is a sophomore. Jack Miller taking a step inside the arc. That one too strong. Charnetska once again driving on J.J. Jordan. Loses control of the basketball. Jordan picks it up, throws it ahead to Parker Nine, who has to turn around, save it from going out of bounds. Cuck on the low block. Contact there. No call. But Jordan is fouled on the floor. So that was the last foul to give for the Rams. It was on Brock Morris, Jr. Yeah, the lone seniors, number three, well, He's not even number three, Gabriel Ragland, number 12, Jed Peters, and number 30, Dylan Jones. And none of them rostered here tonight. So it's all underclassmen as a three put up by Jordan. It's a good thought. Nobody around him by a country mile, unable to finish. Kennerdale can trim this lead even further. They were down by as many as 16, now down by nine. And it looks like they're going to look to hold for one. Charnetska just going from one side of the court to the other and a five-second violation on Charnetska. He's asking for help. He's just looking over at Brock Morris saying, dude, come on out here so that I can pass it to you. And instead, it's just J.J. Jordan, great defense, five-second violation on Kennerdale and Charnetska. So Burks Catholic will get the ball back here as Miller 
Double team, triple team, finally has to rip it away. And if it's on Sharnetska, that'll be his third. And they're going to call it on Brock Morris. So that'll be his second. Back in is Dylan Logue, the freshman. Or first-year student if you go to Franklin Marshall. No freshmen there. They're all first-years. A final possession here for Berks Catholic. They can try to go back up by double digits. Down in the lane. Nice pass nice. there by Jack Miller. Driving baseline. Drops it off on the doorstep for Tush McCoy who gets his second bucket. And just like that, the Saints had their lead trimmed all the way down. And they've pushed it back up now. Up by 11 after the first half. 34-23, your score after 16 minutes of play. We'll pay some love to sponsors, and when we come back, we'll recap the first half and what the uh, rest of the bracket looks like going forward for the Saints when we return on the Saints Sports Network. New Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. 
Open Mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdie's. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Now back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. 34-23, your halftime score is, yeah, I was missing a bucket. It was Charnetska. As, of course. Uh, so, somehow I, I missed him. Yeah, just going through their roster is, is crazy for the Rams. They have no seniors rostered right now. 
And their starting lineup consists of a sophomore, junior, 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 junior. So conceivably, they will be a very strong team next year uh, as they'll have a, a whole bunch more. But even guys who have get, been getting burned tonight is, uh, you know, they have a freshman, Dylan Logue. Pierzanowski is a freshman. They have Landon Miller rostered, who's a freshman. You know, and everybody else, sophomores, freshmen. It's a uh, very young Rams team. With them being as far as they are, thank God, because uh, I, I don't know, this, this kid Charnetska looks like he's really going to turn into something, and he could be a real pain. He's going to be a pain Catholic. for somebody in the uh, York Adams League. We yes, won't have is. to uh, tangle with them. Not down there, but uh, so far here this evening, I mean, he's been the go-getter for the Rams. He picked up two fouls in the first quarter. He's been very cautious. It's kind of the uh, the anti-Matt Ashcroft. Where the anti-Matt Ashcroft. <laughs> if you want to put it that way, Matt Ashcroft has shown so much confidence in somebody like Anthony Cachese when we call those games. Yep. Because he will pick up quick fouls. He had three quick first quarter fouls, and Ashcroft decided to sit him for a little bit but figured he was too important. He ended up picking up a fourth and played primarily with four fouls. You saw it in the conference or the conference. BCIAA championship last Friday yep. as well, yep. where he had four fouls and had to play with his arm time behind his back. But Ashcroft felt comfortable playing him with four fouls. Not so much the case here for the Rams. The Sharneska picked up those two. They sat him for a bit, and just like that, Burks Catholic ballooned their lead up to 16 at its greatest yep. uh, with him on the bench. Now, since he had come back in, they brought it down to single digits, a uh, turnover there at the end. Gave Burks Catholic the opportunity to go back up by double digits. And that's where they currently sit, 34-23 at the break. They had what? They, they had it down to seven at one point. Yep. When he came back in. And then, fortunately, BC was able to put four more on the board. So yeah, for the Rams, obviously, Sharnetska with nine. Zach Orwig with five. Uh, to lead the way for them. Dom Smith hit a three, and then you have McCleary, Morris, and Perzanowski with a bucket each. And for Burks Catholic, usually you see a lot of parity. Uh, not so much tonight, as it has been four players doing the dirty work here for BC. And J.J. Jordan leading the way with 11. Cuck and Miller both with eight. As Jack Miller caught a fire. Uh, for a couple of stretches. I think that he must have scored three out of four possessions there mm -hmm. uh, at one point in time. And then Josh McCoy with four as well. You'll take streaky like that, right? Well, when you're up by 11, yeah, you'll take streaky. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so much the other way. We didn't even get to look at the, uh, the rest of the bracket. Uh, but Burks Catholic, the number one seed. By virtue of their 18 and three record when it came to uh, seeding for the District Three basketball championships here in 4A, Kennerdale the eight seed beating Elko, beat them 57 to 50 on Monday at Kennerdale. As they will start with the basketball, but Burke's Catholic should they advance, they will play either Octorera or Eastern York. Eastern York's. Uh, one of the last losses that this Kennerdale team has faced, by the way. And like I said earlier in the broadcast, they beat Mannheim Central 
on the road, by the way. So it's not like they're a bad team. Um, probably better than their record suggests at 13 and 10. Kind of shuffling around the 500 mark. But yeah, they beat the number one seed in 5A. So could, could an untimely injury account for that? Uh, for who, Manhattan the Central? Yeah. Uh, that I'm not entirely positive. As missed down at one end, Cut draws the foul down here on the near end. He'll go to the stripe for two. Cuck in his sweet shooting stroke will go to the line for a pair of freebies. Yeah, Eastern York uh, beat Kennerdale 70-64 back on February the 3rd. But before that, yeah, they beat Mannheim Central 68-66. Uh, and not by no short margin. I mean, Trey Grube, uh, one of the best teams in the one of the best players in the Lancaster Lebanon League, put up 36 points. He hit seven three-pointers against this Rams team. 36. Put up 36. And even that wasn't enough as McCleary had 23. Swanson with 13, Orwig with 12, Sharnetska with 10, Smith with 10. But yeah, McCleary with 23. And he has been held in check here tonight, just two points for McCleary. By the way, very difficult to try to find literally any stats for teams outside of Burks and Lancaster Lebanon as a pull-up jumper by Sharnetska is no good. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that, and, I, and I'm just guessing that they don't have the same type of sports coverage that we have here in Berks. So, I mean, we're very they do fortunate. Not. They do not. Uh, Berks County is very fortunate with what we have as Jordan putting his defender in the spin cycle and getting two more. He is 13. The lead sits at 14. I mean, you know, you put us in, in there, us, the, the Reading Eagle. The radio station, Drago, Paul Roberts. I mean, we got six or that seven in entities. Three put up in and out for Morris. Yeah, and supposedly, as Cuck uh, is stripped, that one going ahead, he'll repay the favor to McCleary, who thought he had a clear lane to the basket, and Cuck just slams it back into the floor, trying to swipe it away. And I heard this today, and it was not terribly surprising uh, that they were looking to put up old stats, supposedly on the Burks game day, who I believe is, is run by the Reading Eagle. I think so. Um, but supposedly Mike Drago has a bunch of the old stats and standings that Burks game day does not have, and uh, apparently unwilling to share. <laughs> <laughs> McCleary will get his second bucket as he follows up his miss with a tip in. Leads back down to a dozen with 5.25 left to play here in the third. Berks Catholic taking their time. Jackson goes down on the low post. Keep trying to feed Ryan Cuck, and Cuck just not moving. So I would suspect that uh, McCoy, well, he'll come in for Gettio. 
So he'll get it in to Josh McCoy. Spins. Kicks it out to his brother. Kingston. His three is no good. McCleary the board. Yeah, but I heard that. <laughs> Our, Doesn't surprise uh, me. West Reading rec director, if he's listening tonight. I gave him the link. He'll shoot me a text if he's actually uh, listening in. That one hangs on the rim by Logue. Burks Catholic comes back down with it. Lead still sits at a dozen. And he's the uh, former athletic director at Antietam, so he knows the McCoys ah. very well. Pull-up jumper from the left wing is no good. It's Jordan unable to finish. He gets hit by Sharneska. Gets put on skates. Sharneska's unable to finish. Little give and go here with McCoy and Miller, and it goes off of... Wait, wait, Somebody wait. out of bounds. Reverse the call. It will go to Counterdale. That was not him shooting me a text. I thought it, thought it might be Mike. But no, with what we know about Drago, the man is meticulous <laughs> and thorough. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't surprise me a bit if he had records going back 30 years. Would not surprise me. Another pull-up jumper in the paint by Sharnetska is off the mark. Cuck will bring it up. He has a couple options beyond the arc as McCoy drives in, kicks it out to Josh McCoy, ahead to Miller. Miller unable to finish. Jordan going back up with it after tipping it up to himself. And finally, Kingston McCoy grabs the offensive board, puts it back in, and one. Kingston McCoy, his first bucket. Foul is on McCleary. That will be his second of the contest. Second of the half for the Rams. Score in from Exeter from the baby gorilla. <laughs> My friend Dave, who's producing. It's his nickname. It's the affectionate nickname. 41-29 accident. I thought you were calling Darren names. <laughs> He's Mr. Vacation. <laughs> he should be the tannest person that we know by now. And he's almost translucent. That's the weird part. <laughs> Getting the extra freebie at the line. Nice. Running into a double team there was Morris, and then Burks Catholic throwing it away at the other end. Charnetska will kick it out. A little hesitation. A little ball fake there. Finally kicks it out. Wide open three on the way by Smith. No good. Cuck grabs the board. Yeah, and that win against Mannheim Central, they were largely buoyed by hitting threes. They hit eight of them as McCoy misses from the right corner. They hit eight of them, which almost, uh, it was one more than uh, Trey Grube had for Mannheim Central. There you go. That's <laughs> seven. Able to step in here, Logue for three. Cut grabs the board. Kennerdale just cold shooting here, just two points so far with over five minutes in. <laughs> Miller, tri nice. Miller tried to swing it to McCoy. Ended up going off McCoy, or going off of Kennerdale out of bounds. It was saved by Logue, who threw it off McCoy, and the ball bounced right into the waiting hands of Jack Miller, who was standing three feet out of bounds. <laughs> he looked rather disgusted as he walked <laughs> to the bench, too. 
No fault of his own. Nah. Jordan giving Sharnetska the business and called for the personal. It's a ticky-tack foul, wasn't it? Can't hand check. It's right. just the way that it is. All and right. you're playing tight defense out way beyond the three-point arc. And J.J. and Snip conversing with each other. More so Snip yelling at J.J. And <laughs> J.J. Uh, not returning the favor. Trying to spin in, triple teamed. They'll throw up a tough bucket. Good wow. Lord. That's the freshman, Dylan Logue. He had no business taking that shot and somehow gets it to drop. McCoy on the low block. He'll now escape beyond the arc and hits the triple. Wow. And nobody within a country mile of him. His third bucket give him seven. Turnover here by the Rams. Jordan, a little pump fake, gets it over to Cuck, who lays it in in transition. Cuck now with 11. The lead has ballooned to 18. Full. You got a full timeout, Jerry. 45-27 with a buck 51 left here in the third. More to come when we return on the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Saints Sports Network. Seriously what? I was just uh, looking up Trey Grube, and he will be taking his talents to Lancaster Bible College. Wow. The sharpshooter, I'm sure he had options elsewhere, uh, but he will uh, believe that he is the leading scorer in Lancaster Lebanon League. Is Quick hands there by Lawler playing the passing lane, knocking the ball off of some guy's dome on the Kennerdale bench. bench. Stops the clock with a minute 37. Kennerdale needs to get busy here. They're down by 18. They're down by 11 at the break. This Berks Catholic has held them to just four points here in the third quarter. Another NBA three launched by Sharnetska, no good. Kingston McCoy weaving through traffic as it's stripped. Meanwhile, Josh McCoy, I think he might have gotten poked in the eye. The Rams getting the personal on. Yeah, McCoy needs to check out as he was poked. He can't see right now. So nine will check in. Yeah, you can see he's having tr trouble with his contact. Yep. yep. If he has contacts, otherwise it'll just be. Uh, you know, it's not fun getting poked in the eyes. Going back to the locker room? No, just over here to the side. Okay. So she's going to take a look for him. That foul was on the other McCoy brother. Making sure that he doesn't have a scratch cornea or something. Rams leaving it short again. 
McCoy out to Lawler. And McCoy called for oh. the travel. Yeah. Not going to have too much to complain about up by 18, but he did have Snip look at him and just pump the brakes. Say, you know, settle down. <laughs> you're, up by, you're up by 18. You can, you can be a little calm. Much more subdued reaction than we've seen tonight. Another three launched, heaved up there by a Logue. As McCoy double teamed. Now finally is able to get it over to Jordan. Jordan driving baseline, able to tightrope walk there. Burks Catholic eager to hold for one. As Cuck and Jordan giving it back and forth to each other. Finally, Cuck driving in, and that's what he can do. The D2 commit as Kennerdale shooting themselves in the foot here. The world. As they turn the ball over with nobody around them, trying to inbound the basketball after the made bucket. And now Burke's Catholic up by 20. Could do a little bit better. Five seconds, four seconds. Out to Ryan Cock. Cock a three. That one's short, and that will do it. For three quarters of play, it's 47-27, Burks Catholic. Allowing just four points in that third quarter as their lead ballooned from 11 at the break to 20 after three. Eight more minutes left to play in this quarterfinal matchup. The winner will advance to the semis on Monday. So more to come here on the Saints Sports Network. If you could only see through my eyes, then you know just what I'm going through. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Now let's get back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. Back in here, count it, and one as jo Jordan will go to the stripe for one more. Was such a nonchalant <laughs> going in. Didn't even realize I was on the floor, but he was fouled away in the act of shooting. Jordan just two points there in that third quarter. Misses the free throw. Foul called here on Burks Catholic on the loose ball. Foul's going to be on nine. Well, we're not done with Burks Catholic yet this week. And no, we're not. Tomorrow night, the girls get to take the court here. And we'll have that for you. Tip off at 7 o'clock as they will play Bishop McDevitt. Getting two down on the right block is Orwig. 
Already half the uh, Kennerdale scoring as they had in the third. A little floater in there, too strong by McCoy. They'll get it all the way up ahead and laying it in is Orwig. Coach Esterly will take a timeout. 30-second variety. So how do you see the girls going tomorrow? Well, as I was texting the group the other day, I did have a chance to watch Bishop McDevitt, and they were playing Lancaster Catholic at that Catholic showcase that we yep. covered, uh, Burke's Catholic there at one of the, uh, the early games down in Lancaster. Versus Trinity. Versus Trinity. And, uh, yeah, that was uh, an interesting matchup. Uh, McDevitt lost that game 70-26. to 26. Wow. I was waiting for my wife to pick me up because she had dropped me off yes. uh, for the broadcast. So I watched part of the first half. And at one point, Lancaster Catholic was up 42-9 to nine on Bishop McDevitt. <laughs> that was the halftime score, holding him to single digits. It was ugly. Kennerdale coming out with a bit more urgency. Gedio back in. Lawler down on the low block. Playing a little bully ball. And the senior gets two. I think Lawler got shot to the eye there. Mm -hmm. That would make, uh, well, between him and Josh McCoy, they would have two good eyes. <laughs> Driving in once again, a little turnaround jumper. That one hangs on the rim, bounces twice back down. Ball still loose on the floor. Jordan on the floor. He's currently being sat on by McCleary. Kennerdale comes back with it. Going back to Trey Grew, by the way. Kind of shocking that he chooses a D3 school in Lancaster Bible. I'm sure that he had other offers for him. As a Class 5A All-State player last year. Perhaps he has a calling, Ryan. He might have a calling. We'll chalk it up to that. Burks Catholic in no particular hurry. Lawler driving in, fouled outside the arc. The foul will be on Sharnetska. That'll be his third. He's tight roped out of that early foul trouble. But now facing his fourth foul, and he will stay out there with 5.52 remaining. Yeah, Trey Groove averaging just a shade over 22 points a game, 79 three-pointers for him. Wow. I'll have to find the, uh, the, the leaders here. There we go. He's driving in. Gedio, unfinished business for him. So he's the second leading scorer, Ben Wirt, who Exeter could possibly match up against next week should they advance past Milton Hershey. Okay. Currently averaging 24 points a game. But he's only played in 12 games. Groob, far and away the best three-point shooter as Jordan gets two more at the bucket. Exeter could potentially run into him in the final as they're on opposite ends of the bracket. Right. We'll have to uh, take a peek here. Everybody's in action tonight. As Burks Catholic playing Kennerdale, Octorera playing Eastern York, 
as a three is put up and dropped in by Orwig. It'll be a full timeout, so we can talk about that when we come back. Yes, we can. 4.49 left to play. 19-point lead here for Berks Catholic as they look to close out a quarterfinal victory here in District 3, Class 4A, right here in the quarterfinals. More to come when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Now back to the game on the St. Sports Network. Berks Catholic turning the ball over, back down to the other end, trying to drop it off. On the doorstep was Smith. It gets kicked away by Berks Catholic as Javen Diaz into the game for his first minutes. Diaz, the junior, will likely see some of these minutes. Soaking up end-of-game roll here. So be part of a senior group next year that will include Josh McCoy. As Diaz getting into the passing lane, breaking that one up intended for Orwig. As of right now, the potential next game, like I said, Octorera in Eastern New York, the four and five seeds, they seeded them well. Octorera up by three after three. Good passing here. Tic-tac-toe and wow. unable to finish was Cuck. He was wide open. He could have sat up a folding chair out there and heaved it from there. Big Euro step into lane, not getting that call was Logue. Ball loose on the floor. JJ picks it up, calls a timeout. So he had nowhere to go with it. And stops the clock here with 3.41 left. Full. Full timeout. Can't go home with him. Let's use him up. Still a 19-point lead for the Saints when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at olivalleyfeed.com. Com and on Facebook. Back into this one, taking a quick look around the 4A bracket. Sparks Catholic just playing keep away here. Cuck tips it back and forth to himself, lays it in. As of right now, I mean, it's still too close to call between Octorera and Eastern York as getting two more there was... Charnetska. He's been quiet here in the 
second half as Jordan called for the personal. As all Snip wants to do is slow down. He relays that message to Kingston McCoy, who will check in for Jordan. You're up by 19 with 3.12 left to play as Josh McCoy now with two good eyes will come back out onto the court. He'll take the place of Diaz. Miraculously, he can see. That foul went to Diaz. The foul on Diaz. He jumps up over the chair to sit down. Another three launched. Wow, man. By Orwig. Orwig has 10 points all here in the fourth quarter. 15 in the game. Yeah, lots of uh, pink pen getting thrown down there as Berks Catholic intent to virtually just play keep away. McCoy double teamed in the corner. As Snip asked, what are you doing? As McCoy got himself oh. trapped into a corner and all right, let's go to break again. One more. One, one more with Neely. Berks Catholic up by 16 when we return here with 2.41 left on the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Back here, Cuck lays it in after a nice find from Jack Miller. Out of the timeout, little pull-up jumper is no good by Sharnetska. Again, he's really been shut down here in the second half. He's run out of oil. As McCoy, unable to finish, grabs his own rebound, tries putting it back up, and finally gets the second one to go. McCoy now with nine. The lead sits back at 20. Burks Catholic's largest. And now Snip will start thinking about emptying the bench here. So it looks like Dominguez and J.J. Jordan will re-enter. No urgency here from the Rams. Finally driving in, throwing it up off the backboard and no good as McCleary. He's been held in check as well. Gaffney will enter the contest as well at the next break. Skenderdale has backed off of their double teams. Nice quick passing here by Burks Catholic. McCoy trying to dribble around some traffic. They'll kick it all the way out. Three put up by Lawler. That one in and out. They've been getting some wide open looks here in the final couple of minutes. Kennerdale accepting their fate at this point. Sharnetska just unhinged. He's heaved it up. <laughs> Josh <Wow>. McCoy. <laughs> Technically, it's an alley-oop as he goes up. 
Throws it up one-handed and able to get the bounce. McCoy, back-to-back -back buckets down low for him. Yeah, Snip will basically take a timeout to start inserting a whole bunch of guys. Who is number 12? I'm going to say we've not seen him this year. Uh, yeah, you may actually be right. We do have a handful of JV players getting called up here. Jack Tracy. 34 as well. Senior. Brady Altamar, a 5'5 freshman guard. Also have, yeah, Tracy. Uh, Armani Dominguez should see some run next year. Checks in as a junior. And then you have Elijah Camaro, a six-foot junior guard as well. Kennerdale will also start emptying the bench. A three put up by Sharnetska, no good. They may not get to, to uh, insert some of these players in as Aiden Gaffney, the senior, a little head fake, 15 seconds left, and Berks Catholic content to hold the basketball here and run out the clock. A 22-point victory against the Rams. So what will go in the books? 61-39, your final. Berks Catholic advances and will host on Monday in a District 3 Class 4A semifinal right here in Reading. They'll play either Octorera or Eastern York. Kennerdale, this is where their story ends. They will go into the consolation bracket and need to travel to the loser of Octorera, Eastern York. But a 61-39 final score here for Berks Catholic. Jerry's going to flag down Ryan Cuck to try to get him on the broadcast afterwards. And we will get Ryan Cuck. He's agreed. Jerry spit in his hand and, and shook Ryan Cuck's hand. That's how him. men do things, Ryan. And we have him here for the broadcast. That's a little bit better than, uh, I guess, cutting your hand and, and doing the Blood Brother thing. I had considered <laughs> that. Spit might be better. But we'll be back here on the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot next. There's something happening every there is really nothing you can do there is every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. 
Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Saints Sports Network. And we're back. Jerry we're back. didn't tell me that we were coming back from break. Normally he gives me a nudge. Yeah, and, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't get a nudge that time, so, you know, hey, sorry Ryan. for the uh, dead air. Yeah, now we're back. Sorry for the dead air. Apparently, I've learned that you can't search for uh, Fleetwood on Twitter because a whole bunch of Fleetwood Mac stuff will come up. So kind of buries uh, Fleetwood Tigers basketball, believe it or not. I don't Perhaps know why. Perhaps you put in Fleetwood HS. Yeah, I mean, maybe. They do have Brian Smith out there, and he hasn't updated anything in 11 minutes. But Well, that's helpful. Berks Catholic, a 22-point victory here. They move on to the semifinals. They'll end up hosting right here in Reading. On Monday, February 27th, against the, against the winner of Octorera or Eastern York. That one is coming down to the wire, by the way, Jerry. Is it? As, let me tell you, District 3 got that one right. The four and five seeds going at it. And Octorera currently up by two against Eastern York. I don't know if they've gone on any type of seesaw or what the deal is, mm-hmm. but uh, Octorera was up by four at halftime, up by three at the end of three, and now lead by two with 2.24 left. I so. have a score from Exeter. Uh, near the end of the third, Exeter 59, Milton Hershey 35. There you go. Nice 24-point lead for Exeter. Yep. Looks like Fleetwood took down Middletown 50-34, to 34, so Fleetwood will join Burks Catholic in the semifinals as we uh, march toward the uh, potential All-Burks championship. Wouldn't that be great? That would be fan-freaking-tastic as they take care of Middletown 50-34. to Middletown will take on the loser of Littlestown and Bishop McDevitt. I don't have an update from that one, uh, but it certainly looks like uh, the Bolts were handling that one quite easily. They were up 23 to 9 after the first quarter. That is the last update we got 47 minutes ago. High school basketball, isn't it great? 
Absolutely. <laughs> Ber Berks County, as we were saying, we do have spotlight on Berks Sports here. You have Paul Roberts, you have who's probably at the other game. Uh, yeah. But we had uh, Matt Nalp from uh, from the Reading Eagle here. Yep. You know, we we have an embarrassment of riches here in Berks County. And yet uh, and we Langster can't get Lett a single damn score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. Brian Smith was doing the uh, the from the Eagle. He was he was at the other quarterfinal match in Berks County over in Fleetwood. But yeah, they'll also play on Monday. They'll play Littlestown or Bishop McDevitt, and right now it looks like they will play Littlestown. Okay. Uh, if that if that score is held, uh, which who knows? It was 47 minutes ago. Anything could have happened since then. It's a long time. But uh, we could be hosting uh, two semifinal matches here in Berks County. Obviously, you know which one we'll be calling. Obviously. See the, uh, the one that signed the uh, the contract with Jerry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, thank you. Being offered a soft pretzel or hot dogs. Nice lady offering us some food. Yeah. That's what uh, courtesy you get here as part of the uh, Saints Sports Network. People just see the banner and automatically respect you, I guess. Dude, they're awesome here. <laughs> they treat us very well. Yeah, a uh, semifinal matchup on the docket. We'll uh, keep an eye on that one. Because, uh, that has the potential to be uh, pretty spicy. We did uh, cover Octorera at one point this year. Yeah, they had to change a game from a Thursday to a Monday. And you d you and Nate did do get that game. We did do that game. Yeah. Let me. Uh... Because it, it put me in a, a, a moment of panic because I didn't know about the change until, like, the last minute. Like, I think we were going for it Thursday afternoon. And, oh, no, Jerry, we changed that. Okay. So if it is Octorera. Uh, which it quite possibly could be. Berks Catholic has beaten them. It was all the way back in December. Mm -hmm. So if you want to throw any credence to, uh, you know, Mike Boyer would tell you, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> As uh, I was like, no, there's no way that Exeter leapfrogs BC into the number two seed. Well, guess what happened? Right. Uh, but Ryan Cuck had scored a career-high 31 points in that game against Octorera. Wow, man. To extend the... Saints to a 4-0 start to their season. J.J. Jordan with 15. Octorera had two 20-point scorers in that contest, and Christopher Kirk and Elijah Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember it, but it feels so long ago that uh, these seasons are not that long, but they just feel long, especially with the, uh, the winter break thrown in. So, Ryan, I, I think one of the things that we have going here, too, is something that I did put in our group chat. When we get done with baseball and softball, we will have covered well more than 250 sporting events in less than three seasons. Yeah, just a few. Yeah. Just, just a handful. Grab those. So Ryan Cuck will join us here on the broadcast as he figures out throwing on the, uh, the headset here. And he's there. And welcome. Thank you. 17 points here tonight for you, Ryan. Uh, what did you see early on? Because I think that Berks Catholic really works extraordinarily well when you're aggressive with the basketball and you started things off early. Yeah, I mean, I've always said that. Like, when I get that first three early, it's always nice getting that confidence booster to keep shooting more and more. And seeing them fall was nice. So 
we can't tell you who you're playing yet because that one's actually going to overtime oh, between wow. Octorera Ooh. and Eastern New York. They're knotted up at 63. Octorera had a very slim lead throughout most of that contest, mm -hmm. and they're all tied up. Uh, if it is Octorera, you scored a career-high 31 against them that we just mentioned before you threw on your headset. Um, you know, do you know much more about Eastern New York if it happens to be them, or you know, what's your uh, comfort level going into the semis? Um, actually, Snip Suns at Eastern York watching that game, so we'll have the scouting report. But no matter who we play, we just got to come out with the, the mentality of if we lose, we, we're pretty much done unless we get that play-in-state game. But us seniors, we're saying that we just want to keep going and going until we, until we end up losing. Now you got seven of, of you. You're going to pit Johnstown, correct? Correct. So you're committed there, J.J. Gorn going to Wilkes. Um, so you have a handful of guys that will be uh, moving on after this year. But... Uh, but talking about tonight's contest against Kennerdale, obviously they came in and they had been playing fairly well. They beat Mannheim Central, who's the one seed in 5A. They actually went on the road and beat them. Uh, what did you see here tonight that made you think, all right, we're uh, going to beat them and beat them handily here? Um, I think it was just coming out with the intensity that we had. We came out a little slow at first, which we actually had shots that fell, but our defense wasn't bad in the beginning. So. I think just coming out in the second half and thinking that we just got to blow this lead open so that there's no way they can come back. And that's what we did, and it was a nice win. Well, we'll let you go celebrate. Thank you so much for jumping on. We've had yep. virtually the rest of the senior class on the, yeah, on the broadcast at some them. point in time. And now we finally have Ryan Cuck. 17 points tonight. Congratulations on the victory. Best Thank of luck you, in the semis. Thank you. Go get them, man. We'll see you next Monday. So again, 17 points for Ryan Cuck, him and J.J. Jordan leading the way for Burks Catholic, both with 17. Jack Miller with eight, and then Josh McCoy also doing his thing. Uh, he ended up finishing with 11 points. So three players in double figures for Burks Catholic between Jordan, Cuck, and McCoy. Uh, Kingston McCoy with three, Kevin Lawler with two for Burks Catholic. Meanwhile, Kennerdale, they were led Believe it or not, by Zach Orwig, who caught fire. He had 10 points in the fourth quarter. He ended up with 15. Levi Sharnetska with 11. And then everybody else had four points or less, and I don't feel like reading their names. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Rams Sports Network. I really don't care about Kennerdale. They are going to have a very long bus ride. But they did play. They played well. They tried keeping up. Uh, they had cut the lead to single digits multiple times after they had it had yep. ballooned to double figures. So they did show some tenacity, but unfortunately, not enough firepower, not here this evening, uh, you know, against Burks Catholic here in Reading. Just 39 points. They were held to just four points in that third quarter. I mean, Burks Catholic led by 11 at the break, but outscoring Counterdale 15 to 4 in that third quarter was really the turning point for the Saints. There's your decider, right? Oh, certainly is. That's uh, that's the long and short of it. Uh, I know that Snip wasn't necessarily happy. They had a final possession that they got an extra bucket out of. Yep. Otherwise, they were almost only leading by single digits uh, going into halftime. But they got an extra turnover from Kennerdale uh, that they were able to capitalize on going up by 11. And then second half uh, blew them out of the water. Uh, like I said, that 15-4 to stretch in the third quarter determining this one the entire rest of the way. Mm -hmm. Octorera has pulled in front of Eastern York by five with 2.59 remaining. So there's a very good chance that we could be uh, seeing the Braves come here again, uh, looking for a little bit of revenge after that 12-point loss 
uh, back in December, which would uh, ultimately be exciting. On the other half of the bracket, it will likely be Fleetwood and Littlestown. And then, uh, you know, the winners of those games will move on to the District 3 championship at the Giant Center, which is next week, next Thursday That's afternoon. Exciting. Next Thursday afternoon. You're catching me before I'm going to, uh, <laughs> thank God, uh, going to Kansas for a day. So Kansas for a day. Kansas for literally, uh, all right, technically it's two days. Are you taking a tornado there? I am not. I'm not going to visit Tornado Alley for, for any uh, tornado purposes. Strictly to uh, visit a manufacturer of yard trucks in Ottawa, Kansas, which is about an hour outside of Kansas City. Hmm. And sadly, I can't, uh, you know, be a prick and uh, take all of my Eagles garb down there and wear it around the airport. Why? I don't know. There was this big game that happened oh, a few weeks ago. Lost. and that's right. <laughs> I can no longer <laughs> strut around like a peacock wearing all my Eagles garb. That, so. that was your entire plan. That was when my entire plan. When your boss said, I need somebody to go to Kansas, she went, send me. I was like, where do we fly into? Kansas City, Missouri? <laughs> Let's go. I'll wear all my Eagles stuff. Dude, I had already marked off. A, uh, a day off from work. Like, I already yep. put it in the calendar for the parade. <laughs> <laughs> I was very sad a few weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, Only to be thwarted. Only to be thwarted, yeah. So Monday evening, 7 o'clock right here uh, in Reading, we will have Burke's Catholic and what could be Octorera again. Uh, so... It'll be the second time that we have them on the call as the Saints would uh, go up against the Braves who came in here at 16-6. and six. Uh, They had a fantastic season in Lancaster-Lebanon League. Um, currently leading Eastern York in that one in overtime. So an exciting matchup for them. But first we have tomorrow. But first we have tomorrow. And, oh, this only has the boys stuff in it. This is just the boys championship program. I didn't bring the girls. That's all right. I'll, uh, I'll pull up the girls since we mentioned them. But the girls will play host as also the number one seed, or number two seed, sorry, in, uh, in District 3. They are a number two seed because they uh, just happened to be, uh, unfortunately for them, in the same bracket as their arch nemesis here, Delone Catholic. Delone Catholic was 21 and one when they uh, great record when they yeah when they cut everything off. Uh, taking a peek at their lone loss, which was all the way back at a neutral site in December, and since then they have run off. That made them one and one on the year, by the way. And mm. uh, since then, uh, they've rattled off 20 straight wins. Impressive. So, Burke's Catholic coming in. Uh, they were 16-4 when the uh, veil dropped on these power rankings ahead of uh, Y missing, who Burke's Catholic could potentially see in the semifinals. Yep. That would be yet another fantastic matchup. Really would uh, as be. Amaya Stewart, the uh, Burke's County P Girls Player of the Year. Uh, uh, read the article on, I believe Mike Drago had it on his yes, website. He did. Uh, fantastic article about how she... Uh, could barely put one foot in front of the other. She was turning the ball over. Uh, she only started playing basketball, I think, in fifth or sixth grade. Mm -hmm. uh, Burks County Player of the Year after that. How I about saw that? her against Exeter. She dismantled them by herself. Yeah. 
She was fantastic uh, when they were here last year uh, in a BCIAA matchup. Mm -hmm. uh, she really tried to hold down the fort for Wyo. Uh, Why missing the uh, BCIAA champions this year? It was their first ever county crown. Yep. Very um, impressive. Yeah, you know, and Stewart was uh, exceedingly impressive. They only had two losses the entire year. Uh, but still, not enough to jump Burks Catholic. Burks Catholic in Burks 1, playing all the uh, the heavy hitters. Meanwhile, why missing in Burks 3? Uh, mm -hmm. Not exactly playing world beaters down there. But listen, you beat who's in front of you. And for a while, they didn't have to beat Burks Catholic in BCI Double A's. Right. Uh, they were upset by Reading High in the semifinals. They played Reading and did extremely well to uh, pretty much run them out of the building. Right. And, uh, not quite their, their home building. It's still kind of a neutral site, but a lot of Reading High uh, support there for both girls and boys who made BCI Double A finals of this course. year. But yeah, but yeah, we will uh, we'll have that for you here as they will play Bishop McDevitt. McDevitt, not nearly as bad as uh, what I had mentioned before. That was easily and exceedingly the worst game that they have on their schedule, <laughs> losing to Lancaster Catholic, uh, because then they came out two days later and they beat Central Dolphin East 70-27 to in almost a complete reverse of that 70-29 to loss yes. just two days earlier. Uh, they also beat Steelton High Spire 74 to 10 at wow. one point. Wow. Uh, not terribly surprising. Somehow, Steelton High Spire, I don't understand how this is even remotely possible in 2A. They only take four teams because there's only eight teams that could potentially qualify. Antietam was dead last at 1 and 21. Okay. Halifax was 2 and 20. Steelton High Spire somehow ended up with a better power ranking despite not having a, a single solitary win on their schedule. Wow. <laughs> How in the world? I, I have no idea. Uh, Lancaster Mennonite also made it with a 6-15 and 15 record. They made it in as the four seed. Things don't get better as you uh, start going down the ranks here, so... When we talk about how difficult it is for uh, Burks Catholic to consistently play 5A, 6A teams playing in Burks 1 yep. uh, on the girls' side, uh, that's why it's difficult. That's why it's exceedingly difficult. Um, none of those teams, unfortunately unfor enough for them, none of those teams ended up making the playoffs as Wilson missed, Redding missed, uh, Governor Mifflin also missed in 6A, Exeter just missed. Yep. Uh, by the skin of their teeth coming in as team number 15 out of 14 that make it. Yep. They were just on the outside looking in. Uh, so, and Muhlenberg was also team number 17 uh, in 5A. So they take 14. So if you're on the outside looking in, uh, there were teams with losing records that made it, like Wil Milton Hershey and Warwick. Um, but everybody else, it, it's a tight pack there from 7 all the way down to 14 with everybody crammed around 12 and 10, 12 and 10, 12 and 10, 11 and 11, 12 and 10. <laughs> I mean, all these teams ending up with very similar records. And right. unfortunately enough, uh, Exeter on the outside looking in. But Burks Catholic taking care of all of them pretty uh, pretty handily in the regular season. And we'll look to continue to do so tomorrow night uh, when they play a uh, fantastic Bishop McDevitt team coming in. Uh, they were 16 and 6 this year and coming in as the seven seed. So... Burks Catholic tomorrow evening, girls. Uh, we will have that for you here. And then Burks Catholic boys will be back here on Monday night as maybe I've talked long enough to finally get a final score. I was really hoping. <laughs> and I have not. It's 
Last tweet was eight minutes ago, and I've just kept kicking the cans that we know who they will be playing. But if it is Octorera, it'll be in a matchup uh, from uh, the 12-point uh, victory for Berks Catholic back in, in December. So they will uh, rematch against them on Monday night. So got at least two more games upcoming. And even if the uh, girls would lose, they'd still be in the consolation bracket and hosting because they would be the highest seed remaining probably throughout the rest of the consolation bracket. So we're here for a while. Plenty of basketball still remaining here in Reading on Berks Catholic's home court. So there yeah, we go. Still more more to come. And we'll have it all here for you right here on the Saint Sports Network. So I think I uh, touched on just about everything here this evening. I think you covered it all, buddy. I think I covered it all. So uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to uh, Jerry once again for pulling this all together. No thanks to Nate who didn't come tonight, so you had to put right. up with me <laughs> the entire evening, which, you know, it is what it is. I'm used to this. Um, <laughs> but most importantly, thank you uh, to the listeners. Uh, without you, really none of this would continue to uh, be possible. The uh, listener numbers keep going up and up and up the longer that we keep doing this. Uh, so keep spreading the uh, the good word on social media through word of mouth, and uh, we'll keep bringing you uh, crystal clear play-by-play uh, -play of Berks Catholic uh, basketball, both boys and girls here through the postseason. Yeah, no static. No static. Imagine that. Weird how that works. Uh, I think it's the, something called the Internet. <laughs> I think it's a series of tubes that uh, allows us to listen in crystal clear. <laughs> I'm uh, for it. I'm I'm all for it, and so is Al Gore. So <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening here tonight. We will see you tomorrow for uh, girls. 645 will likely be on the air, and then on Monday again as the boys will play in the semifinals against the winner of Octorera or Eastern York right here on the Saints Sports Network. Thank you all for listening. Have a great night. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of PIAA Playoff Basketball on the Saints Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gell of Media. Good night. <laughs>